0: Welcome to Handbags at Dawn, the show where your bag is basically equated to your soul, and the zip is our window to it. Whoa! I'm your handbagging host, Charlotte Edmonds, with nine years' experience working at Psycho TV under my belt and inappropriately high shoes on my feet. I've set off to investigate the hidden gems inside Britain's best bags. Ooh, I'm just all about the accessories. This is the one where we focus on fashion, talk travel, and unite over sequined unicorns with a frankly fantastic designer. It's It's my very real pleasure to introduce this week's wildly stylish guest. Whilst working as a broadcast assistant at the BBC, she got tired of all the samey clothes in shops and decided to start making her own dresses from offcuts and roll ends of fabric. After kitting out her delighted friends, she decided to see if her clothes would sell on street and beach stalls. They did, so she travelled to Asia to make more, and the brand Kuchia was born. Her limited edition, premium and festival collections of bold print dresses, jumpsuits and denim are now sold by independent retailers across the UK and internationally, with concessions in Topshop and ASOS. Oh, and did I mention that Little Mix and Beyonce wear her clothes? Well, they do. This is the incredibly exciting Soraya Goggin.
1: Hi. Welcome to <laughs> Handbags at
0: Dawn. <laughs>
1: Hello. It's so nice to be talking to you today. S- so lovely to be talking to you, blimey. What an intro, Charlotte. <laughs> what an intro. I don't know if I can live up to this. <laughs> oh, you can
0: and more. Just for me to set the scene to people listening, we're in a very glamorous hotel and beside her, are rails and rails of gorgeous, sparkly, beautiful clothes that you're about to show potential buyers. Yes.
1: Is this the new season? Yeah, so this is our autumn winter collection. Got some spring summer bits as well. So I'm constantly designing stuff, a couple of pieces a week. Because with Topshop, with the concessions that we're doing, you have to constantly put new styles in. When did this all start? That first piece of clothing you made, what was it like? Gosh, I remember. I used to go to Camden Market back at school actually, and there was this old woman. She used to have a trolley full of fabric, and she's like, "You know, I'm really sorry, love. But I'm going to have to charge you five p for that." And I, <laughs> like, oh, that's <laughs> so like I stretch. a stretch. Brick. <laughs> Like 5P. And I was just like, okay, here's 5P. And I remember I made myself this really weird pair of kind of like Indian trousers from this horrible polyester printed floor or something. But I remember everyone being like, yeah, that's really cool. I was like, yo, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember that. And then what happened next? What propelled you to start making more and more? So I was working as a broadcast assistant. At that time I was very, very junior and they would be like, Sorry, can you come in and do a 5 a.m. show? And I was like, yes. Yes, anything. So I remember just trying to find a job that would fit around those sporadic hours. So I thought, I don't know why, I just had a vision about selling shoes and funnily enough handbags or whatever. Yes! Yeah, <laughs> on the side of the road. And then I thought about clothes and just started making some bits and bobs. And one day went out with a wheelie suitcase into Exeter High Street and just put all this stuff on the floor. And I think I made like £133 profit the first day. I was like, whoa, all right, isn't it? Then I started going to India, then moved production from India to Nepal, Nepal to Bali, Bali, Thailand. And then now I'm in China and Turkey.
0: Did you have
1: any experience whatsoever in designing clothes? No. So how did you learn? Just, you know, from the streets. (laughs) Like, yeah, I had no experience whatsoever. I don't know why I thought that I could do it, but it seemed to work. So here we are. Was it more of an accident then being this successful? Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't call it this successful, but I would. Yes. it's definitely an accident. I never wanted to be a fashion designer. I wanted to be an actress. <laughs> never wanted to do fashion, no. What did you come up against when you were trying to produce a line of clothing? My goodness, what don't you come up against? In China recently, I thought I was going to die with the stress levels that I incurred. So I designed a collection with the head denim buyers, actually, of Selfridges. So it was Coochier for Selfridges. It was great. They seemed to like the denim stuff that we did because it sells all right. To Are you being with. very, very modest here? The no. fact you're
0: designing for Selfridges. Does it sell out?
1: Well, well it was alright, you know. That's a yes. But, but um, <laughs> so yeah, I designed this collection for them, and it was gonna go in all their stores and online and blah blah. blah and I was really excited about it. Went to China, checked the production. So my factory had actually sold their factory, but didn't tell me. So then they outsourced this really important order to another factory that we'd never worked with before, and I hadn't sampled any of the goods. And so actually, I had to phone them up and say, Selfridges, I'm not going to supply you. I didn't want to supply them because I just didn't want to put my name to them that stuff. As an independent designer, how is it working with all these humongous brands like Selfridges? So many independent stores have closed down. So for me as a brand, if you <laughs> picked up by a big store, it's fantastic. You have to go with it. And someone like Topshop, for example, everyone in the whole world looks to them. Where else are you stocked? ASOS, lots of independent retailers. I've got another customer in the States. They've got 26 stores. So how yeah. big is your team? Not very big. I use a lot of freelancers. I do the design work, but I'm useless with a computer. So with your so What's you process then? Do you sketch first? I can't draw. Interesting. I can't draw and I can't use a computer. (laughs) So I'm kind of like, I want something here. And they go, okay, I'll just magic it up for you. So it's a vision. You get a vision of what you want it to look (laughs) like. Kind of, yeah, exactly. Who do you design for? Or do you design clothes that you like and other people then happen to like them too? Now, because it is a business. I have a demographic, 15 to 25 year old girls who love things that are quite cute and our clothes are definitely fun. can you describe some of the clothes and the line just we'll bring it to life by okay the medium so, of speech. so currently we're working with sequin unicorns which is fantastic so we've got these iridescent sequin unicorn patches on an iridescent mesh dress and behind it we're working with iridescent sequin dinosaurs then we've got embroidered daffodil flowers and sequin roses it's a lot of sequins man your style is really bold it feels young and fresh and exciting oh thank the charlotte oh, it's beautiful for. We do have to have a continuation of a theme. So, for example, working with unicorn theme. Why <laughs> do you have to say it like <laughs> because that? Because it sounds so lame. I'm like, I need 500 more sequin unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> And you go, who am I? <laughs> exactly, who am I? Like thinking I'm going to die <laughs> from the stress levels. The secrets on the unicorns aren't correct, man. I'm going to have a seizure. <laughs> like, and then it's like talking about secret unicorns here, so I get grip. Like. When you started out, you were
0: all about individuality. Yeah. Clothes that didn't look the same as all the other clothes that were out there. Absolutely.
1: And yeah. you had limited edition lines, yeah. none of which were the same as the other. Is that right? Yeah. So what we used to do was I used to use end of roll fabric so I used to source saris from India and then get them made into dresses or skirts or tops or whatever which was really really good because no two saris are going to be the same and so I've used that to do what we do now. Most of the products are limited edition run actually that we do here so once it's gone generally it's gone. Is that what makes people want it more? Yeah at Glastonbury actually funnily enough I remember quite a few people being like I really like it but no and I was like but you're not going to be able to get it again and then I had pleading emails from different people being like I met you at Glastonbury and actually I decided I really 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 want that thing and I'm like okay well it's out of stock with the rise of Primark and stuff people are going the other way there's a lot of handicrafts coming back Vinci's is doing really really well to have the individual thing yeah, people are really into that. Is there a temptation to mass produce and do loads and loads of the same design? But of course there is it's a business for this customer in the states, it's under a different brand name because they sell only in stores and they don't Want people to go online and go, oh, but well, we can get this on ASAS for this much. That was an excellent accent. I know. I was transported. I easily. know, I can imagine. <laughs> so I've done a different brand name for them Taikwa. I'm not very good at words and stuff. So. Well, it's not held you back, has it? Where did the name come from? <laughs> it came from, so the brand that I used to do was called Pushka, which was named after a place I used to go in India. It's in Rajasthan. It's gorgeous. So I named my clothing company, my brand, after that. We were in lots of shops and I had our own store in St Ives I think in Newquay and then came back from Glastonbury one year and this guy was like I've seen your brand name and I think it's fantastic but I own the trademark of Pushka so I want you to come work for me and I was like no why don't I just change the name and you go F yourself. (laughs) because <laughs> so, a name what's a name especially now I've realised there's not really any loyalty with brand names we're constantly getting ripped off by people like boohoo.com people don't have loyalty like oh that's coochier I'm gonna love it they just like what they like so that's why you've constantly got to be ahead of yourself so I spend at least an hour a day heavily researching trends where do you look? just in it in, in it <laughs> <laughs> by the time these clothes are produced I'm just like oh, okay what am I designing next but sure. that's the thing that keeps driving you that's why you're so suited to it absolutely you can't ever kind of go well that's amazing and sit back and really relish in the whole thing you have to constantly be changing all the time it's so fast moving so before people used to stick very much to seasons so autumn winter spring summer and stuff by the way I love the fact you just told me what the seasons were oh god (laughs) recap
0: (laughs) (laughs) next week days of the week (laughs) 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 Maybe. Sorry, no, they did used to stick to seasons, but now people are bringing stuff out a lot quicker.
1: Yeah, they are. So um, we don't really stick to seasons. Uh, A see-through unicorn dress, people would say, well, you can't wear that in the winter, but now there's no real specific... There's no specific summer. That's, exactly. That's why winter
0: just continues. So it's good to wear clothes that you can wear all year round, especially yeah. with this climate. What was the response that you had when you saw
1: Beyonce wearing your top? Well, I just didn't really know what to do, actually. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Where did she get that from? I found out that they often shut Topshop down for Beyonce to go in and she just buys loads of stuff. I didn't know about this. God, it sounds and awful she... being a pop star, doesn't I it? I know, Like, yeah.
0: really hard. Yeah. Your heart bleeds for them. <laughs> I
1: i <laughs> know apparently she bought a bunch of our stuff and went on holiday to Jamaica and I just saw a picture of her it was on her blog and her Tumblr she posted a few pictures actually in our stuff and I was like wow that's cool did your popularity rocket? well we sold out of that top in about two days everyone wants to look like Queen Bee crazy you've had loads of pop stars and rock stars wearing your stuff I wouldn't say loads I mean like Little Mix or yeah we've had a few sorry uh, should I be lots. bigging myself up?
0: yes the thing is it works so well as well on stage doesn't
1: it yeah they do
0: like it stage people because it's colourful and gorgeous I like seeing pop stars wearing this stuff because pop stars for me these days simply wear the thong don't they <laughs> it's sort of shocking if you see anyone disgusting, with anything on
1: absolutely disgusting shocking what is shocking? wrong with these people I
0: knew I'd grown up every now and again I go oh god I'm a proper adult and it's well, proper adult I am the no other day not. I was watching something and I made the comment does no one wear trousers these days and I thought oh it's happened <laughs> To me you did I didn't say that. sensible and dull I did I did because I was watching it with my kids and they're like that lady's forgotten to put on her clothes that's how my kids talk <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does they charge you a lot This is a good moment to have a look at your handbags. Okay. Can you describe your handbag for
1: me? Well, it's a fake Burberry. It's a very it's, good fake. It's a great fake. So this is actually a bag that I use generally when I'm travelling, really. It's great in airports and stuff. You've got it strapped to your chest. So it's a crossbody little small bag. And we have in here some Impulse Body Spray. Oh, it's the first item. That takes me back. Impulse. I know. I, do you know what? I am such a sucker for Impulse. I love it. It's almost as bad as Link. If a guy smells of Lynx, I'm like, no way. Really? I hate it. I'm so embarrassed to admit this. I actually quite love Lynx. I mean, Dude. I don't, like,
0: rip off my clothes to reveal a gold bikini and like chase them across the beach. But, like, I actually smell quite nice. What does that say about me? It says it bad things. It reminds
1: me of when I was, like, 12 and this guy I really fancied was wearing Lynx Africa or something. <gasps> and I was like, whoa, you're so hot. And then now, when I smell links, I'm like, that's disgusting. Get it away from. <laughs> really? But the impulse thing. Can I just it' It's gonna... called True Love.
0: Oh, that's... I love it. It's so nice. It? You have
1: to open it like that. It's great. Mm. It's just
0: It's just a nice. Oh, actually, that's really nice. I it's just—it's
1: just really nice. I just love a little bit of impulse. So you spend a lot of time at festivals. Yeah. Do you need impulse at festivals <laughs> on account of the no shower <laughs> thing? <laughs> no, actually, at festivals, I'm really, really weird. I hate feeling dirty and stuff. So you can give yourself a little Victorian bath in the van. What's it's your great. van like? My van is a vintage. It's an old school Mercedes two hundred and eight D van. It's covered in graffiti. So my van's a bit of a work of art, really. I've got lots of friends that are kind of graffiti writers and. Stuff. So every now and again, I get a different guy to come and paint a side of the van, and it's just fun. I'm a 33 year old child, man. I once was sat in my black car behind
0: a car that had graffitied daisies and pictures of elves and fairies all over it and in the back of their car they had a sign that just said your car is boring and I've never forgotten that you know sometimes you go through your life and you've like the silly little things you remember not the big important stuff like facts <laughs> but you remember silly little things and I am thinking oh my god it is I'm really boring and a lot of people feel they have to conform yeah you know are afraid to make waves or afraid to stand out I think women are often afraid to sort of put their head up and go hello, i here. It's like, I'm just doing very well, but quietly, quietly, just ignore me, just walk
1: past, walk past. Whereas I don't feel like that at all. No, not at all. I just love giving things a go and seeing what can happen, because why not? We're all going to die one day, so we may as well just do some fun stuff and see what happens. I think that if you've got nothing to lose, then you've got everything to gain. I get really bored, so this is a good job for me. Do you think that's a lot of the time people try and force themselves into a job and suppress parts of their personality absolutely in order to try and fit in yeah i think that everyone has to address the things that they're bad at and know the things they're good at and work with those things if you close your eyes the mess goes away
0: this is the sound of someone telling us we have to move on to your second item (laughs) sorry
1: okay (laughs) what is in your bag what else is in there Ooh, i've got a pair of gold earrings oh they are nice can I feel the oh, weight of them oh they're just cheap rubbish from China but what I like about these is the
0: size of them versus the weight is the right ratio because sometimes oh yes the ears the pain of the ear I oh, love yeah. a hoop so is your style very much I mean you're wearing a couture dress today <laughs> is your style totally synonymous with your brand
1: I would say probably yes obviously I mean I always wear my own clothes because I barely go to shops what I'm wearing here though I've got yeah, describe. my own. so I've got a striped dress with sequin love emojis on the boobs yes just a chilled out look man <laughs> i've got no makeup on because so i have to put some makeup on in a minute because i have a meeting and then i'm wearing obviously military's very back in fashion now so i've got a military i like to call it a shacklet but actually it's a shacket i know it's just a vintage army surplus camo jacket which i really like because it's quite long so you can wear i often wear it with short shorts and it just looks like a dress and shoes trainers oh god i'm running to meetings at, yeah exactly i just always wear trainers i socks that just don't go with little bows on them.
0: What I love, if you have smiley emoji faces on your boobs made of sequins, I don't think people look at the rest of you. It's an excellent diversionary tactic. This is casual. I didn't know she'd have any makeup on because I'm basically staring at your face. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, cool, guys. Right? In a really non curvy kind of fashion appreciative <laughs> way. Do you know what you've done there? The first person I ever met in fashion looked at me and they went, darling, I mean, it's very cliche, darling talk me through your outfit and I'd never heard this phrase talk me through your outfit so I started telling them the story of what I was wearing and it brought it to life not just kind of oh this old thing it was only a tenner I talked them through and I said well I got this from here this was inherited I bought that in a charity shop I love these trousers they've got a hole in them but I patched up and you realise that every outfit does tell a story doesn't it? Absolutely
1: for example our clothes are quite bold you can only really wear them if you can embody them if you are a bit kind of like oh god and you can't feel the vibes of the sequins man then you're not going to feel comfortable in it however when i do festivals because i hard sell at festivals so i had a load of unitards they had like a chain and anchor on them they were really stretchy what i was doing was i was dressing gangs of boys in these unitards and they were pulling them up and they had the little nipples coming up doing a bit of freddie mercury you know and then a bomber jacket and you give it to them quite a cheap price and then i remember specifically at secret garden last year this gang of about six boys came up to me that i dressed and they're like seriously you've made our festival we have Had the best time. Thank you so much. Because wearing these fun clothes completely changes your mood. Because people come up to you and say, Oh my God, I love what you're wearing. You look amazing. And then you instantly feel amazing. just changes everything. This
0: isn't big. It's massive. So we now have to move on to your last item. That was the signal. Oh gosh,
1: but I've got loads of really cool things in here. Oh no, why have I limited the format to only three? I know, I've got... Okay, I'm going to bring this one out because it's weird. It is a nasal inhaler from Thailand it's really cool it's like vix it's like i love it so much this thing why specifically? i buy them in bulk because they're so weird what do they do they're cool the vix doesn't they're called poi p-o-y hyphen cyan s-i-a-n so it's like essentially you're putting poison in your nose they sell them in the chemists relief of vertigo whatever eucalyptus oil menthol camhor don't know what that is and then loads I love of that. stuff don't know what that is put it in my face yeah but it's it's just great and it's really weird so in Thailand I don't know have you been to Thailand before so have you ever seen kind of like Thai people and they're like obsessed with menthol I didn't know that about them (laughs) I heard them playing Shane
0: Ward a lot when I was over there I know that that's one of their key fixations (laughs) <laughs> but no, I didn't know the menthol thing. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something stick with you when you travel. I had a lot of that over there. Shane Um Wald. Shane Wald, yeah. Um, big in Thailand.
1: So uh, what is this for? I just have it because I just love the smell of menthol. So you just go oh lovely it just wakes you up so I remember my grandma always used to have smelling salts in her bag just to give you a zing yeah and I think this kind of does the same I barely ever use it actually but I have it in my bag it's just great
0: do you struggle with tiredness because you must be working around the clock I do get really tired yeah. huge
1: amounts of travel I've got a bit of a sinus thing I think it is from so much air travel actually so that's where I started with these things so when you're travelling do you travel light do you travel heavy because oh, you must God. be no you I must travel be... heavy do you take all your samples Yeah. oh gosh once I lost My entire sample collection in the back of a taxi in China. It was not a good look. It was not cool. How long had you worked on that? Oh, about six months. Oh, no, no, And then I was stuck in China for like six weeks. Oh, it was horrid. How did you deal with that? I stayed in China for about six weeks with no friends, trying to get the sample over from England and trying to sort it out. Oh, hard time, Charlotte. This is bad. But it was great because I went to the gym twice every day because I had no friends. It was brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) So when life taketh away, it also giveth. Yeah, it like was that. great. I remember being like, yo, I'm so in shape, but I'm well depressed. <laughs> I haven't got anyone to show. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> that particular story really does sell
0: the industry. You've obviously had these huge highs and hugely challenging times. What Absolutely. advice would
1: you give somebody who wanted to get into fashion? You have to live and breathe it. And there's so many times where I should have given up. I really should have, but. I don't know anything else. This is what I do. You have to have so much determination. I think it's really similar to the industry you're in. You have to be really hardcore to do it because it would be so easy to just go, no, I'm going to do something else. It's not easy at all. So people think, oh, you live this really glamorous life. And it's like, well, they don't see me on my hands and knees putting barcodes onto things and lifting boxes. And people don't see that because you don't want to project that side of things. I like to project good things. You've like so pierced morgan to me right now. (gasps) Have I? No, you haven't cried yet. I'm (laughs) crying. (laughs) Imagine you didn't have to do all the scrabbling around with
0: barcodes and dragging all the heavy and taxi people stealing your work. Um, Imagine, just
1: put that to one side. What things do you really love about this job? Well, I love just travelling around, having a little party in the sky and waking up in a different country. And I love working with different countries. It's so fun. You get to sample all the nice foods, getting taken out for dinner. You know, I was in Turkey recently and this, this new denim supplier I've got just took me out for this massive kebab meal. Oh, it's just fantastic. Yeah, it's good life, man. Hard but good. If you could look back and give yourself some advice, what would the advice be? Oh, you're in for a long hard road, Lord. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is as lovely as
1: lovely town.
0: Unfortunately, that's the end of the podcast. Oh, I've absolutely loved talking to you. How has your experience been on handbags at dawn? I've loved it. It's just been lovely
1: to catch up with you again. Thank you so much for having me. How can people find out about <laughs> you and your clothes? They can log on to our website, www.couture.com. Or, um, I don't know, hit us up on Instagram or Facebook or something. And your I Love Couture. Yeah. Go on topshop.com in the middle of August and you can buy the new collection. Absolutely, and yeah,
0: we've got stuff everywhere all the time. Just go out, hunt for it. And what I've learned today is if you see it and you like it, buy it because you ain't getting it again. Absolutely. If you want to get in touch with me, you can look at Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. It's at handbagspodcast or handbags at dawn. Also, you should subscribe, you know. You just should. It would make you feel better. Uh, Go onto iTunes and hit subscribe and I will arrive in your inbox in a non-sexual way. Thank you so much for listening. I'll speak to you again next week. Bye-bye.
1: Bye. Mommy! I
0: don't
1: touch him now. Yeah, you can.